and here we are. Man, I felt really good about that. That Isn't was uh, that was wonderful. Um, Wayne is asking if you have started the uh, uh, ketchup diet. Well, I did. If you saw, if you saw, I had a rice cake, which is of course very healthy. Mm-hmm. Sprinkled a little catsup on it, uh, and it made it actually edible. It was it was a plain uh, rice cake, so it, it wasn't even like one of those uh, fancy mm-hmm. like white cheddar ones. She says lots of sugar and ketchup, but it's only, it's a few, uh, it's not that many calories. It's like 20 calories per tablespoon. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, speaking of ketchup. Yes. There, uh, there's a new group this week, wasn't there? There is a new group. Yeah. What's, uh, what's going on with that? Tell me about that. Well, it's a group that I made, um, out of my pure love of ketchup. I know a lot of people are searching for, we're searching for this group. I had lots of people ask Mm -hmm. me, Barry. Lots Please. of people. Lots Everyone of people. wants to know <laughs> where is it. Sorry, go yes. ahead. It's called. It's a new group. You got to search for it. Well, yeah, it's not. It's public, so you'll be able to find it really well. Actually, I'll sh- I might share it to the page later. Yeah, it's go called, ahead and share it. It's called a group where we put ketchup on everything. If you guys love ketchup like I do, if you're a ketchup fanatic, you're going to want to join this group. Trust me. So um, I want to make sure I understand this. Yeah. Uh, so let's say I was eating a hot dog. Yeah. If I were going to be in this group, what would I have to do with a hot dog? What do you mean? Like if I were to join your group and I wanted to eat a hot dog, how would I have to have that hot dog? How would I have to prepare that? Well, you mean like you're going to like eat a hot dog live in the group? I don't know what well, you mean. No, no. It's just like, let's say, what's the name of the group, Barry? We put ketchup on everything. Okay. Well, so so let's say I was going to eat a hot dog. What would I have to do? Is where I'm going. Well, you can't post it if if you just post a hot dog with mustard on it. I'm going to delete it because it's Mm -hmm. a group where we put ketchup on everything. So it's got to be ketchup related. Okay. So so if I were to have a hot dog, I would then have to put ketchup on it. Okay. Okay. Let's say I wanted to have a cheesecake. Got to have ketchup on it. Huh. So um. Somewhere we have a video of uh, Barry eating cheesecake with ketchup. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Remember when we were uh, when we were staying at uh, uh, All Star? No. All Star? <laughs> yeah, it was the All Star Resort. We went back one night, and we were eating at the uh, at the uh, at the food court. Oh, I do remember this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I do remember this. Trisha's uh, saying the banana made her sick. Apparently, there's a, a picture of a banana with ketchup on it. That is. Uh, so, do you have the picture, or are you just talking I don't, about? So, it? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, uh, okay. Didn't, all right. I'm I thought you were going to show us the picture. I'm not ready tonight, but yeah. Gotcha. I, I enjoy that you took a drink and then just talked with your mouth full of water. Bill's <laughs> <laughs> uh, shocks me every week. Mm, that's what I'm here for. That's what I try to do. Um, so, uh, first off. As, as you can probably see with the cup there, it is a run Disney cup. And uh, today, the uh, Star Wars race, which runs from mm. the April 15th to 18th, opened up for registration. Do we have any runners in here watching tonight? And if so, did you sign up for the uh, for the run Disney event? Um, it'll be interesting to see if they uh, hold that one, because uh, the last several that they've done uh, have all gone virtual. So it'll be interesting to see if that makes it. Um, I, I, listen, I've never participated in any of these, so I don't understand what a virtual run race is. Like what, what, 
Well, you uh, say that you're going to run the 5K, and then you, uh, like, uh, somehow with, like, your Garmin or whatever it is, you uh, uh, send in your, that you completed, say, a 5K. You send Mm -hmm. in a screenshot of the 5K and uh, the time and all of that, and then they send you a medal in the the mail. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. That makes more sense. Mm. Um, And then you... Wow, I t- we're having I episode twenty three is going to be good. We're I, having uh, we're having backup comments already here. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I can see that uh, a Heinz should be a sponsor is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, Mary said, uh, "Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog." <laughs> All right, uh, Bridget did not uh, uh, sign up, although she is a runner. That I did know about her. Uh, Mary only runs if someone is chasing her with a knife. Does that happen regularly? Well, I uh, I worked with her for a while, and okay. I can tell you, yes, people often did chase her with a uh, with a uh, with a knife. Mm. Uh, Skalutsky, you uh, you are here, and you signed up for the five k. That's awesome. Um, and uh, Lisa signed up for the five k as well, and Julie. Uh, she got in her time machine and went back to 2012, so a long time nice. ago in a galaxy far, far away. She did the Tower of Terror 10K. Um, I'd like to see that medal. Um, I bet that looked cool. Uh, so anyway, yeah, the uh, Run Disney race uh, was uh, 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 went, went live, and everyone got to uh, sign up and register for it today. So, Barry, I know you wanted to talk about something. I have a couple uh, slides on it. Yeah. Um, can you take the, uh, Julie's comment off there if you uh, if you can? Thank you. Uh, because the next thing we are going to talk about is the big Disney news this week. You can't see uh, the fourth, uh, but it, on September fourth, Disney is releasing uh, Mulan, the live action, which uh, uh, costs like twenty or two hundred million dollars to make. <laughs> um, no, really, it costs two hundred million dollars yeah. to make this movie. Uh, they're going to release it on uh, Disney Plus, and uh, th- it's going to be done a little bit differently. Uh, they say that uh, uh, Disney's are, is Disney Plus is going to give customers access to watch Mulan indefinitely, uh, as long as you spend the twenty nine ninety nine, so basically thirty bucks to uh, do it. So it's going to be a premium access uh, with Disney Plus, but then you can watch it over and over and over again. Uh, again, uh, as uh, Bob Chapek, the uh, the CEO, said, we're looking at Mulan as a one-off as opposed to saying there's some new business window model that we're looking at. But I have a hard time believing that if this is not successful, they do it a whole lot more. Um, you you got uh, uh, a little fired up over all of this. With, uh, well, with I, I, I wouldn't say fired up. I mean, I, I there was a lot of comments of people saying, I, th- I guess they were it's sticker shock them saying that 2999 um you know for me personally i'm on the fence about it and not because of the price because mm. it's not like i am dying to to see it um that's just me personally but um if you if you have a family all right fa- let's just say a family of 3 okay let's say on the low end of the scale you're able to get into the theater with a husband, a wife, and a kid for let's just say twenty dollars, mm-hmm. right? We all know that's probably not going to be the price. It's going to be more than that. Then you add the fifty dollars in concessions you're going to have, 
<laughs> right? $50, huh? $50. Well, maybe. You're talking about Ooh. popcorn for everybody, drinks for everybody. Let's go in the low end and it just says 20 bucks. So let's just say $40 to take your family to, which I'm low balling here. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. your kids got to go to the bathroom every 10 minutes, right? You you miss the movie. It's a disaster. Listen, for $29.99, okay, not only you're not renting this, it's not like a pay-per-view you own the movie for $29.99. It makes absolute 100% perfect sense. Well, now you, you own the movie as long as you keep Disney Plus. As if long as you, you keep get Disney, rid of Plus. Disney Plus, then you uh, you don't have the movie anymore. Well, my question is say say you wanted to unsubscribe and mm-hmm. then resubscribe, would you have the movie again? I I do not know. I uh I don't what know do how you, long they save that kind of information. So what do you guys think about it? Because for me, it, it makes sense. I, I'm not going to, I'm a single guy. So yeah, $30 is a little bit. I'm probably going to wind up getting it because I'm going to hear everyone say how good it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just going to get it. Mm-hmm. But for a family, I mean, I, I can't see what the big deal is. It's not like they're charging. Dude, I used to get like WrestleManias when I was like 12 years old. Those things cost like $60. You know, mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. talking about owning a movie. How much does a DVD cost? A Blu-ray DVD costs 20 bucks, 20, 30 bucks. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, a lot of folks are saying they are in. And I'm interested to see about it because I've heard a lot about uh, the the, uh, the movie. But I'll be honest. I, 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 the the live-action movies for me are kind of played out. I, um, yeah. But I, I have a feeling this might be a little different. I'm uh, So... It will be interesting to uh, see how well it does. Uh, it will be interesting to see how uh, that uh, how it moves forward. Because if if this does do well, they are uh, going to uh, make a boatload of money. Uh, yeah. Says, uh, when my daughter was about two, I, I had to watch Mulan on uh, VHS over and over all day every day i want to see the live action but not over and over forever um well the good news is your daughter's not two anymore so uh that is uh that is uh it, you're able to watch it once and kind of move on um go ahead i was gonna say i think i read somewhere that i think it's what 60 something million people have disney plus now mm-hmm. i'm not positive of that if somebody can Maybe look that up. I'm not sure, but how many? <laughs> but how many? If you can do our homework, we would. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you think that even half of those people would buy it? Probably not. Probably mm-hmm. maybe even if it's just like twenty percent of the people that have subscriptions, that's still a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Well, like if you if you saw what uh, George said a little earlier, uh, stock was up uh, like uh, ten dollars. I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it looks up uh, thirteen dollars a share is what he's saying it is uh, uh, as of today. So, since announcing that they're going to do Mulan, they are going to uh, the you know stock went up thirteen dollars. Um, they lost a bunch of money. Did you see the uh, the uh, yeah. uh, press release this week? As far as they mm-hmm. lost, I think it was three point five billion with a B. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, and- and the wor- and the thing about it is it's not going to get better. I mean, now that now that they're kind of I guess they're just kind of keep, keep trying to keep the boat above water, you know, uh actually having people in the park. 
but I they're not making a lot of money right now. I mean, they might be offsetting costs or what it call, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But well, I don't know. I'm no economic, you know. I'm I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, and I know nothing about the economy, but I, I just am, can't I am not a math surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> Julie Borman has a good point. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's really what it comes down to. That's what they did with Hamilton. That's what they did yeah. with uh, uh, Artemis Fowl. Wasn't Artemis Fowl the other one they did over the, the yeah. summer? So they they have released some, but they, it's all gone to regular Disney Plus. So it's interesting what they're going to do with with that. Um, Catherine, it's interesting that uh, you're saying they are in Ohio, in Kentucky. I can tell you, in Northern Kentucky, which is uh, just about five minutes from. I'm about five minutes from downtown Cincinnati, Ohio. They are not open over here. Uh, and I know AMC is still closed. Yeah, there's no movie theaters around here open. None. Mm-hmm. So how are, how, is a movie, how are they supposed to make money? I mean, you, and this way, you don't have to split any anything, you know, with the movie theater. You don't have to. So, but I can't, I can't imagine them undercutting when this ends and theater, movie theater chains, they can't. Mm-hmm. It'll go back to the way it was. It's just, yeah, yeah, and but but when it first opens up, it's not because they're still going to have to social distance. Yeah, so right. You're going to you're not going to be able to get as many people into the theaters. Uh, so it's not coming back anytime soon. I think it's a smart move on Disney's part, and uh, apparently stockholders agree by uh, purchasing all of those. Uh, you're you're a business, and you're in business to make money, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't adapt to the environment, you're going to flounder. Bottom mm-hmm. line, you know, I mean, and Disney Plus is a huge thing right now that is helping Disney through this. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm not saying, oh, boohoo, Disney, feel bad for them. You know, they've been <laughs> making a lot of money over the years, but still, I mean, they're a business. So, mm-hmm. what the mm-hmm. heck? Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, Chris uh, brings up something else I was going to uh, talk about tonight, which is Tom Hanks is uh, uh, in talks to play the live-action Pinocchio's Geppetto. Yes, indeedy. It's an interesting one, but Geppetto's not in that movie a whole lot. He's in the beginning and the end, and uh, pretty much don't see a whole lot of him in the middle. They had. Do you remember the Pinocchio that wasn't the Disney one? It was uh, yeah. the Italian version with, uh, mm-hmm. I forget what his name is. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about, yes. It was a good movie, but it was, it was goofy. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, have you heard who they got to uh, play uh, Pinocchio yet? I have not. Josh Gad. <laughs> it figures. <laughs> it figures. And I'm totally making that up. That is not uh, that is not true by any stretch of imagination. I had to uh, say that just for you. But it, it is interesting to hear that uh, Hanks is uh, uh, moving back into uh, the Disney fold after seeing him uh, as Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he's going to be happy until he has played every role there is to play in every Disney movie. Yes. He's going to have to uh, fight with uh, Josh Gad about that, though. Please, Josh Gad, no more Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Go away. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on, we have some uh, other uh, news this week. Um, Barry, I understand you have uh, some uh, late breaking news um, as far as uh, what happened at Splash Mountain. Um, real quick, if you, 
you posted about it, or I posted, one of us posted about us uh, earlier this week, but what, what uh, give us the rundown on that and then tell us what uh, you found out. Well, uh, we also, we all saw what happened with the boat, right? In Splash Mountain. Uh, but we, we don't know what caused it, but we or were sent, or do we? Because yeah. we were sent in, we actually have a friend who was able to snap a picture uh, right before uh, d- d- the disaster struck. And we're going to show you the picture. Yeah, this is oh what caused Apparently, this is what caused the sinking of, uh, of Splash Mountain. As you can see, Rudy is, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to eat you know, on the ride, but Rudy here took his big dinner box and the rest of his eight pizzas. And, and, and he ate, this was right before he was able to leap out, you know, mm-hmm. but this was basically, uh, this was right before moments before disaster. Yeah. Yeah. You see, he's got his, uh, his, uh, behind the ears hat on all askew. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, uh, you see, we got the, the breadsticks, the wings, the pizzas, yeah, all of the stuff that we sent him last week. He apparently ran with it down to Disney yeah. And uh yeah. Um shame on you, Rudy. Shame oh, on you. Yeah. Not, not so. only did you mess up your diet, you sunk a, a, a boat at Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. Not supposed to eat on those rides. Man, man alive. So uh he wasn't even here to see that one. Uh, no. shame on him. Uh but that's uh that's okay. I know he's uh trying to uh, uh stay on social media a little less these days. Yes. Um so uh, moving on to other things, yesterday, uh, Disney announced that uh, they're going to be releasing a new pass holder magnet for everyone, mm. Yeah, uh, the Tink Magnet, and uh, they, they say that uh, that is uh, a way to say welcome back to the, uh, to, to the Magic Pass Holder family. So that's cool. They're going to be sending those out in the mail. Uh, to all uh, pass holders, which is kind of a cool thing. Uh, now, uh, right, what is it, about a month ago, they said that they were also going to be mailing out uh, the International Flower and Garden Festival uh, magnets, which uh, you can see here were uh, Donald with a little bee and then the uh, orange bird. But they haven't followed up on that. So I, I remember them announcing it back uh, before parks reopened as a way to yeah. get rid of them. But then they, they haven't talked about that again. Have you heard anything on that? I haven't. I haven't. Uh, not for that. I, I, of course, I just saw the news today. And, you know, I, I did have a little buyer's remorse um, with renewing the pass, you know, mm-hmm. dropping $1,200. But now that I see that we're getting the Tinkerbell magnet, <laughs> I, I feel much better about yeah. my purchase. Did you? Uh, you did renew? You officially? I haven't renewed? yet. No, I haven't. Okay. Yet. I, I, I have until September, the uh, middle of September. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. We'll All see. right. Uh, any other news uh, this week that you have that uh, you'd like to? Uh, well, we well, mm-hmm. today, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, officially announced that you no longer people coming from the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, no longer have to quarantine. Yeah, boy. When I heard that news, that's that was my reaction there. Play it, play it one more time, Bill. Yeah, boy. So we will see. We might be down soon. Yes. Yes. Um, where's my magnets? All right. Well, 
Calm down, Kyle. Calm down. We'll get you your magnets. Um, so moving on to what we were going to talk about uh, this week, uh, other than the news, and that is Epcot. Um, I it, One of the things I discovered during this whole quarantine thing was TikTok. And uh, as you can see, I am pretty much the uh, the uh, quintessential TikToker. You, you, I, uh, if you look at the TikTok demographics, yeah, this guy is uh, really kind of it. <laughs> um, but I, I saw one where uh, folks were ranking all of the rides in Epcot, and I thought that would be kind of fun to talk about this week. So. We are going to uh, count down from nine to one the rides in Epcot. Now, we didn't include, uh, there's no theater shows. This is just strictly rides. Rides. All yes. rides. And uh, we'd love uh, for you to play along with us. Uh, now, the uh, rides, in no particular order, I will go through and uh, uh, read them all off. So if you want to think about ranking them yourself at home. We have Frozen Ever After, the Grand Fiesta Tour with Three Caballeros, Test Track, Spaceship Earth, Journey into Imagination with Figment, Living with the Land, Soren, Mission Space, and The Seas with Nemo and Friends. I think I got all of them there. Um, so if you want to play along at home of those rides, Barry, which one do you have in the number nine slot? What is your number nine ride? So we're counting down here. Yeah, okay. we're going from nine to one. Okay. Uh, well, first I'm going to say that there's only one ride that I dislike out of this entire list. Mm -hmm. All, all eight, there's eight rides and I like them all. Okay. Some I love, some I like. There's one that I can't stand. And that one's a nine. I think they should bulldoze this ride. Mission Space. Now, is what, is, what is your issue with um, mission, mission Space? Well, okay. Like I said before, maybe I wasn't fair to Mission Space because I had a couple of drinks before I went on. But I went on and I felt like I was in a centrifuge. It was not fun. It was just not fun. I don't even remember half of it. Uh, it was, and Gary Sinise was talking to me. It was just a weird, weird experience. Uh, Lieutenant Dan was talking to me, and I, and I just, I, uh, I, I never want to do it again. And, and I, and I wish. I don't hear a lot of people talk great things about Mission Space, so I don't understand how it's still there. And they, they, they take down some of these good rides, and somehow that's still there. I don't know, but maybe I'm wrong, like I always am. Well, you know, the uh, the queue uh, for Mission Space is yeah. pretty cool. Uh, and uh, to have one of the guys from uh, Apollo, uh, Gary Sinise was in Apollo 17, wasn't he? Apollo's, Apollo 13. Apollo, yeah, well. Yeah, he was. Oh, and the sequel, Apollo 17, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> as well, right? He uh, was. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so he was in Apollo 13. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought that that's kind of cool, but I also have a mission space in the uh, last spot. Um, and uh, it, not only that, but you see Catherine has uh, mission space in the uh, number nine spot as well. 
Um, so yeah, I, I didn't feel good about it. And I also don't like rides where I have to do homework. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to enjoy the ride. I don't, there's nothing really involved with me flipping a switch or pushing a button or whatever. I'd rather not do that. So just let me enjoy it. Uh, so for that, I, I kind of agree with you as far as, as a mission space. Well, you uh, don't see the hate as much as I do. No, I, you know, it's okay. I don't, I don't, I don't despise it. Mm-hmm. I have not gotten sick. Uh, I have not felt good when I got off, yeah. but I've not gotten sick or anything on it. Um, and uh, there are two versions. There's the one where they spin you and the one where they don't spin you. Yeah. I don't remember which one is which. I know Kyle loves orange. I'm not sure if orange is uh, the one that uh, spins I, you or not. But I was definitely the one where they spun you. I mean, yeah. I know I know that for sure. Yeah. And so, uh, it wasn't fun. So what you're saying is the next time we're down there, we should try the other one. I got to be honest with you. I... I I always said to myself that I wouldn't, mm-hmm. uh, but I might. I might try it again just to give it another chance because I'm, unlike Bill, you know, I give things two chances, you know, and so I might just go ahead. Okay, now uh, you say unlike Bill, but what yeah. if, what am I not giving a second chance? Uh, the green milk. Wrong. We we said the next time we were down there, I was going to drink a whole glass. Do you remember? Remember that part of the conversation? Yeah, but I don't know if that's going to happen. And but really, let's be honest with you. You really didn't even give it a first chance. Oh, I gave it a chance. I <laughs> you, gave it a chance. you gave I, it. You had you who is who have never eaten at Cosmic Rays. I have. So I swear to God, I I have witnesses that I, I've eaten there. All right. <laughs> I had a mac and cheese yeah. dog. And that's when I and that's when the cranes attacked me. All right, we don't have we're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> so, as far as the number nine ride is concerned, we are uh, in agreement that Mission Space brings up the rear. Brings up the rear. Brings yes. up the rear. As far as the rides at yeah. Epcot are concerned, it brings up the rear. What about number eight on your list, Barry? Where do you have? What do you have as number eight? So I want to point out again that. This is where it drops off to rides that one ride that I don't like at all. And then I like the rest of them. So this is number eight, but it's not that I don't enjoy the ride. Uh, Eight is uh, uh, the seas with Nemo and friends. Wow. Why do you hate it? No, no, no. I don't hate it. Oh, oh, my bad. This is, I, I, I enjoy the ride. You know, uh, it's certainly great to get out of the air conditioning. Mm -hmm. Um, However, uh, it's one of those things where I could take it or leave it kind of. I do like going on it. You know, it, it's – however, it's – I don't get any nostalgia feel whatsoever. It's just a nice little ride. Uh, but that's why I have it at number eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guess what, Barry? Chicken butt. Guess why, Barry? Chicken thigh. Oh man, people are what spending their valuable time <laughs> hear jokes like that. That is, mm-hmm. uh, we are sorry. Um, I too have the seas with Nemo and friends as my number eight ride. Now, unlike Barry, I don't hate uh, the Nemo ride. See, this um, is where. See, this is. I'm telling you. <laughs> 
Bill sandbags me every time Bill's in that seat over there, the main, the the captain's chair. I get sandbagged. How am I sandbagging? Uh, you know, this is the guy that just a couple minutes ago, like, unlike Bill, I give it a chance. <laughs> but now you're claiming that I sandbag you. Come on, come on. No one's buying it. No one's buying it. I'll buy that for a dollar. Uh, so my issue. And it's not a big issue. Like I said, I like it, unlike Barry. But my the way I feel about Nemo is there are some cool effects in there. Like when they have uh, all of the uh, cartoon fish swimming in the aquarium, I think that's very well done. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Um, but they rely very heavily on TVs in that ride. Yeah, and I... I don't like the TVs in the rides. I think that it's overused to use it in a place or two, I think is one thing, but uh, uh, that's, that's why it's not higher on my list is that there are too many uh, TVs that are used through it and not enough of the uh, uh, animatronics. Yeah, they they did. I I think they phoned it in kind of for that ride. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, they, they, they said, let's try to make something as cheaply as we can. That has something to do with Disney. Mm-hmm. But uh, and the, like the the song in a big blue world sticks with you. Yeah, I yeah. And, uh, and not in a like a way that you want it to stick with you. In my opinion, yeah, yeah. I I mean, I like getting off the ride <laughs> and heading, <laughs> like you said, the aqu- the aquarium part uh, is really cool. Mm-hmm. All that and cool. Uh, and uh, if you've ever, I don't think Bill's ever done um, Turtle Talk with Crush. Which I have is actually. I would really like to, though. Well, you know, two guys going into that attraction. I, I don't know. I mean, we could. We could. You know. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. But uh, we we should try it. We just sit all sit all the way in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the uh, the the quote of the week so far, and Catherine picked up on it as well, is, well, she almost got it there. Uh, I like getting off the ride. I think yeah. is what you said. Uh, I think well, that that's that's where you and I differ. Like I don't hate it, and I, like my favorite part of the ride is not getting off it, Barry. That that uh, that was a joke. I enjoy the ride. <laughs> I enjoy the ride. I. Uh, you know, whatever. Let's go to number seven. <laughs> yeah. What do you have? Go on for number seven. What do you have there? Seven, I have uh, Journey into Our Imagination with, with Figment. Not Journey into Our. I'm still thinking about our stuff, Bill. Yeah. Journey into yeah. Imagination with Figment and Friends. Is that the name of the ride? It's, uh, there's no friends. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like uh, Figment and Friends, uh, a morning show on a news right. network or anything like that. It is uh, just a journey into imagination with pigment. Okay. And mm-hmm. Eric Idle as a moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that moon, uh, Eric Idle as the moon at the end is is really creepy. And it's going to look like I haven't done my homework because guess what I have for number seven? What's that? Journey into imagination with figment. I mean... It's kind of, I think a lot. I think if you take, if a lot of people took this 
mm-hmm. wrote it down. They probably come up with the same same mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Whitney and I were talking last night. Uh, uh, Whitney and I uh, uh, used to work together, and uh, we had a Zoom call last night. And uh, one of the things she mentioned on that call at one point was that she loves Figment, and she says mm-hmm. that here. The other thing that she said, <coughs> pardon me, is that she likes you. She thinks that you're a great guy. Uh, that's, I think you're over-exaggerating. Here. I am not. Whitney, if you can back me up on this, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, well, th- thanks, Whitney. I appreciate that. It's about uh, time somebody built me up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Bridget says, uh, Eric Idle is brilliant in that. Come on. It's not that I don't think Eric Idle is brilliant. Uh, Monty Python is one of my favorite comedy troops of all time, but it's dated. It's uh, yeah. it's very dated. Um, it's not dated in the in the in the way say like some of the older rides in Magic Kingdom are dated. It's dated in is that it's nineties. Like you go in there and it's almost like a it, it almost like it's like a parody of a of a. I don't know, some kind of nineties retro bar or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So Whitney, they're saying I do. And then she said again, I do. I really do. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Whitney, you would like, if you like me, you would like my group, um, the ketchup group. It's a group called. You're going to uh, Turner. Um, I, I'm just warning you. <laughs> a group where we put ketchup on everything. Look that group up. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you'll post it in the uh, in the group afterwards. Yes. Uh, another coworker is on the uh, call. Joe. Uh, Joe and I used to eat lunch together every day, uh, and uh, he says that uh, you all rock. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks, Joe. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Chris wants to bring back the Dream Finder, and I I agree with that. I um, look at this. Look at this, Barry. Avery says, Barry, you are awesome. Thank you, Avery. And you are awesome as well. I saw you take the, that plate of ketchup and you did your job at a girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, oh, look at this. Whitney loves ketchup, too. We are, we are, all, over we are all over the place. <laughs> um, back to uh, Figment. Uh, Monty Python, both like '90s or like a hundred years ago. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, I, 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 it's it needs a refurbishment desperately. Yeah, yeah, it's not, and and it's not to say that I don't enjoy the ride. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just, you know, it's obvious. Yeah. Uh, My buddy, uh, my buddy Tom, um, his son hates figment because he hates the skunk smell that uh, right. comes on spoiler alert um so yeah i and uh that but yeah it, it's uh, it's a pretty okay ride and speaking of pretty okay mary thinks you are pretty okay barry i've had worse said about me so that's fine mm-hmm. thank on, you mary you're the, okay though on this podcast tonight <laughs> yeah <laughs> Mary, I'm I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm sending you out your stickers. I actually have them. Well, see, I've got, I've got a. I'm going to send Mary out uh, uh, okay. a magnet, so I'll I'll take care of it. I've got, I've got stickers. I've got. Well, magnets. no, I promised her. 
like three weeks ago, I was going to send them out. Bill and I are slackers when it comes to sending stuff out, but I owe a couple people things. So, but they're all going out tomorrow. I promise. All right. Um, so, uh, I do think, uh, Figment is number seven for me only cause I think about how much I write it and it's not often I can skip it and not feel sad. Yeah. Um, I like to get on it, but it's not a must do for me. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't do it, uh, if I go to Epcot, there are some must do's and we have not reached the must do portion of the list yet. No, I would say the must-dos for me start at about five. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we are moving on to number six. So we are the last ride that isn't a must-do for Barry. What is it for you, sir? Number six, with which is not a must-do, even though I like to get on it, is Frozen Ever After. Yeah, boy! Mm-hmm. Okay, so Frozen Ever After is number six for you, and uh, this is the first one we do not agree on. Uh, Frozen Ever After is a cool ride, um, and I, I'm not one of those people who are like I'm still butthurt that they got rid of uh, Maelstrom. Uh, Maelstrom. I'm not one of those. It's just uh, I, I'm not a huge Frozen person. I, I enjoy what they did with the ride. I'll be honest with you. I get a little creeped out with the faces, <laughs> like. They're, on the animatronics, they're weird. Yeah, well, I mean, that's because uh, the light doesn't matter. Yeah. It looks like, uh, and and I've pointed this out before, uh, that it looks like uh, a, a lady who ha- didn't put her foundation on very well. You know mm-hmm. those ladies that have, like, the, the line around the side of their yes. face? Where you can see exactly, because as they're looking in the mirror, it's all right there, mm-hmm. but if they turn to the side, all of a sudden you don't yeah. see it anymore. And and I would say and I would say it's really cool the way they got you in and and, it, and Elsa throws you backwards and everything. But it's the same exact ride as it was with Maelstrom. So it's the same exact thing, obviously just with a different theme. So yeah, yeah Tammy, yes, I, I did ride Maelstrom, um, but uh, I'm not. I wasn't. I didn't ride it every time I was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do like to get on Frozen Ever After. But I think Bill's more of a fan. Yes, I am. Where I went with number six is actually the same place Catherine went with number six. So Catherine and I are neck and neck. Uh, we both agree. Number six, I put uh, uh, the uh, Grand Fiesta tour with the three caballeros. Uh, again, not uh, that I do. I like the ride, but it relies too much on televisions. And that that kind of bugs me. And the... Uh, the uh, uh, the guys that like the guy with the with the knives and all of that that acting is so bad. So, yeah, I don't dis I disagree with you on one portion, but I'll get to that point when when my three caballeros comes up. Okay, okay. So uh, we have our first disagreement. Barry for number six says Frozen after ever. I say that it is, uh, and with uh, Grant with uh, the uh, uh, Frozen ever after. Mary points out that it's called Pancake Face. Yeah, I've heard people call so, it that. Anna and Elsa have Pancake Face, and and I noticed that that it's it somebody uh some of the animatronics on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, uh, they do the same thing, but it looks a lot better. Mm. It looks a lot better. So they need to fix that. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, so 
moving on then to number five, Barry. What do you have for number five? Okay, so this, number five, again, remember, guys, this starts the, the must-dos. And this might shock some people. But it's okay. My five is test track. My five? <laughs> My five is test track. And why Why do you put test track at number five, Barry? It's a, it's a cool ride. Um, I like to do it. For some reason, it's just... And I and I can't put my finger on it. It's not my favorite. Uh, I know a lot of people. You know what it is too is that when I ranked all these rides, mm-hmm. I I did a lot. I I thought a lot about not just like uh, the thrill factor of it. I thought about the accessibility of the ride, like how low the wait times are, um, all that kind of stuff. And Test Track has always has the longest wait, and it never seems worth it to me to say, okay, well, do you really want to wait? 60 minutes for this when Soren, which is a much better attraction in my opinion, it's got a 20 minute wait. So I think um, that's the reason why I have it five, but it's still, I think a must do for me. I want, I, I like to do it once when I'm in Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. So I also have test track down at number five. Um, and for me, the second half of the ride or the second, uh, the, the last portion of the ride when you go on the speed test around the building, mm-hmm. that's fun. Yeah. I could take or leave every other part of that ride. You well, know, the, uh, the wacky break things and yeah. uh, all of that. It just, the, it's kind of cheesy. The original test track was, was much better in my opinion with the fact that it, it fit more within that cheesiness. Cause if you remember, it was, it was like a crash test dummy theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you, you went through that one portion, when you put your hand up and you can see the, whatever it is going by fingertips that actually had, like, it would pump in heat and, and cold. And it, it was cool. I yeah. thought it went, I, I personally thought it went now the beginning portion, when you design a car that goes better with uh, the current theme yeah. of test yeah. track. And it's always fun. Uh, we always, when we build our, our, our uh our car we don't we always try to find the most ridiculous thing to go with we're never really trying to win no uh you know we want to see uh how big we can make the tires and uh <laughs> how much energy can be wasted and all of that kind of yeah. stuff really it's not real um i'm sorry i'm sorry to anyone who didn't realize that but it, it's it's not real um uh, Catherine says she doesn't like the seatbelt choking me, but the outside part she loves. I think that, yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. Everyone loves that last part. Um, although I think it should build in one more turn where you go where it gets up to 150 miles an hour. Well, yeah, that's uh, as uh, Chris points out, we, we can't ever hit 65 miles per hour on test tech track. It yeah. always uh, uh, goes to 64.9. There needs to be another turn. Uh, well, the, the reason it's only 64.9 is because of height restrictions. Really? And at 65, yeah, at 65 miles per hour, they have to put a flashing uh, beacon on uh, I, the, of the car. I, I did not know that. <laughs> oh, well, that might be, uh, that might be wrong. Um, <laughs> Are you putting out fake news, Bill? Fake news, wrong. Um, 
Yeah, so uh, we, we both agree. Test track number five. Barry, what do you have uh, for number four? Number four, I have the Grand Fiesta Tour with the three Caballeros. That was my uh, great value. I don't know, impression. All right, that was Jose? Yes. Okay, yep. good. Nicely done. That, uh, that didn't really Thank sound you. Like, but uh, um, hey, A for effort. Why uh, Why number four? Well, you, you said you were going to say something about it, but you wanted to wait until it was your turn. Well, I think I you say it relies really heavily on TVs, and there was a few TVs like towards the end of it, but there are also a lot of, uh, can you even call them animatronics, the dolls that are in there? The pinatas and I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, they're animatronics. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those in there. As a matter of fact, it, it kind of reminds me in the beginning, it kind of reminds me of Small World, which, and I always wonder when you go through that first portion of the ride, if maybe the same designers did that. Uh, it, yeah, where they have the little uh, the little dolls and the little yeah. dog and all that. Yes, I believe that it is. I, I think it's it's it would be too coincidental if they were that much alike, and yet uh, they they weren't designed to be that way. And that one room, I agree, there isn't there. But everywhere, next time you ride it, look how many are, uh, how many TVs are on it. You've got Donald jumping off the cliff. You've got uh, the the uh, the party where everyone is. Okay, it's 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 just a lot of TVs. Some TVs. I wouldn't say it's a lot. I wouldn't say it's it's overly. Lot. I don't don't know about that. It is too many TVs, Barry. In my just just screens. Uh huh. Okay. I I don't know. I I think, and then you got the animatronics at the end. The uh, three ducks. Hmm. Whitney agrees uh, with what we have said here before, um, and uh, we said that. Um, I don't know if we ever officially made it one of these segments, Barry, but uh, we did it on a segment that we like to call Fix, Fix that. that Right. <laughs> Nailed it. Yep. Nailed it. Uh, where we uh, mentioned we wanted to do a, a Coco uh, theme uh, overlay mm-hmm. for that. Um, my number four is frozen ever after. And the the whole reason I think that the, the, what what gets me on that is how perfectly timed uh the the whole let it go portion is from yeah. the point where she sings and she kind of makes you go backwards and you go backwards to uh the fog coming in on the uh the cold never bothered me anyway. Mm-hmm. It's all just so perfectly timed. I, I, every time I write it, I'm like, well, that's, that's, that's incredible how well they did that. Uh, so the rest of the ride, yeah, you know. Bill is giddy when he gets off that ride. Like oh, sometimes when, I, when we're in that hallway where, where you get off the ride, I see him skip down the hallway after he's done. I can't help it. I, uh, the reality is I, uh, I, I like Let It Go. It's a quality attraction. I'll give it that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the the just the backward section of that makes that ride for me, and mm-hmm. uh, that is why I put it in at number four. Number three. What do you have, Barry? Number three. Drum roll, please. Living with the land. Hmm. Hmm. 
So why number three? What uh, what ranks that above everything that you have uh, well mentioned so far? I first of all, it's a very relaxing ride. I think it was the second ride I've ever done in Disney, actually, and it and it I it gives me nostalgia. There's something about that ride. I loved, I loved, I loved going on it. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it seems to me that I'm not the only one. I, I, I put a poll mm-hmm. of that ride against small world and living with the lane whooped its butt. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just, I, it's hard to, it's hard to explain why, because it's like, well, it's not thrilling. It's not particularly overly, you know, you go on it every time, but, I don't know. There's something nostalgic there for me. And uh, go ahead. I I also have uh, living with the land at uh, number three, which uh, uh, George says, if living with the land is not number one, the show is rigged. Well, George, (laughs) apparently the show is rigged, sir. Um, Because it's up there. uh, You know what? I well, there's one part of that portion of the ride that I love that is so relaxing to me. And I I could have this like as like a what do they call it? a sound machine when it puts you to sleep? Yeah. When you go first to that ride and that dog is barking outside the house mm-hmm. and you see, um, what's that restaurant there that rotates? Uh, the uh, uh, um, Garden Grill. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. That's my favorite part of that ride. Mm-hmm. I, lo- well, I love that ride. The, the dog, by the way, uh, a lot of people may not know this, but the, the dog is also the same dog that you can find in a couple other places throughout uh, Disney World. It is the same dog that is in Carousel of Progress mm-hmm. and the same dog that is holding the key at the end of Pirates of the Caribbean. I I did know that. I, I, I knew that. That is, <laughs> is still weird, wild, wacky stuff, but I knew that. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, uh, it's kind of a cool thing, uh, that, that whole thing. The, the buffalo and the prairie dogs, that was actually developed for something that was uh, in, uh, it was going to be in um, Magic Kingdom, but then they ended up not doing it and then had all of those animatronics sitting around for, uh, about 10, 12 years before really? they realized, yeah, hey, wait, we can uh, we can use those in this ride. And mm-hmm. they did, and that's how they got over there. But they were originally... Uh, I, I heard somewhere that Kylo Ren is a refurbished uh, groundhog. I, I heard that as well. That is yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, so uh, George points out that the, the dog... It's the Josh Gad of dogs. How about that? That dog, uh, that dog is that that dog is more talented and has done more for Disney than Josh Gad has. Period. Period. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, for me, there's a lot that I love about that ride. It it, it, uh, the the nostalgia throughout. it reminds me of when I was a kid and uh, my teacher would put on like a film strip mm-hmm. and uh, you, you would sit in the dark classroom and watch the film strip, um, yeah. the old school film strips. That was always kind of a nice, uh, fun thing. Um, so that aspect of it, I love. Um, it just, I don't know. It, it, it's a cool message as well. I, I, 
I really like it. Uh, uh, you know, now uh, fun fact about this ride: the first time Barry and I went to Disney World. <laughs> this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing for me, not you. Yeah, but I I did not like myself after that <laughs> because I saw that how how mad you were. After that. Uh, no, no, it was just it was it wasn't that I was mad. I was embarrassed. Is what I was. Yeah. Um. I, I had uh, a, a small uh, problem where I couldn't stay awake for long periods of time for a while. Um, and it's over. It's all taken care of. All is good. All is right with the world again. But I could be anywhere and then just kind of not off. It just, I couldn't control it. I, I It was weird. Um, it's over. It's fine. But uh, that happened to me while we were riding Living with the Land. And uh, uh, Barry, Barry thought it would be funny to take a video of it <laughs> and, uh, and posted that video out, uh, out uh, somewhere. Um, I don't even remember where it was posted, but it, it was kind of one of those things. And, and it was really what made me go, okay, well, one of uh, several things that made me go, okay, I got to get this checked out and figure out what's going on. Um, and... All is all is right now. Uh, I don't have that issue anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let me give let, let me give you my side real quick. Uh, so no, on. number well, number one, you should be thanking me. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. Oh, that I, aging that makes me look bad, not you. I, I, I uh... <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm a jerk, but you gotta you gotta remember this is the first time me and Bill met up. I didn't know he had this issue, um, and what I thought was funny was I saw him fall asleep and living with the land. And I, I thought it would be funny to post and say, look, you know, Bill's so bored of living with the land, he fell asleep, not knowing he had a condition. Uh, but <laughs> Bill's, Bill told me he was embarrassed, and I said, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I felt like a poop after that. Well, and, and I know you, you didn't do it on purpose, and I don't, I didn't hold a, a grudge. No, 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 no. I filmed you on purpose, and I posted it on purpose. Yeah. Well, but you, but you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was kind of a fun little aside. Um, I, uh, I hope that we didn't put anyone to sleep by telling that story. We didn't lose anybody yet. <laughs> Give it time. Um, uh, so moving on now to, uh, number two, Barry, what do you have in the two slot? What I have in a two slot is Soren. Oh, how come? What makes Soren number two to you? What is great about Soren? What so, makes well, Soren so, so, gives me so much happiness, so much nostalgia. I mean, it's just it's known. It's a great attraction. It's one of the great Disney attractions. Um, the smells, everything, the music, that mm-hmm. music just just every time I hear it. Sometimes I'll listen to the soundtrack on YouTube, um, and. I just it just fills me with that feeling of being an Epcot, you know, mm-hmm. at at Soren, and it 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 has aged very well, even though they have changed it, and they could fix when you're you know on the right or left side, and you know how it curves and everything. But that tra- attraction is absolutely genius. I love it, and uh, that's about it. That's why yeah. it's number two. Yeah, for me, I went a different way. I went with Catherine, the same thing Catherine said, and uh, mm-hmm. Spaceship Earth 
is at number two for me. Um, there is a great feeling of nostalgia on that ride, and I love it. It's not even one of those th- one of those things that I have to uh, do it uh, every time there. Every time I'm in uh, Epcot, I've got to do uh, mm-hmm. Spaceship Earth. It, it, it's, I love the ride that much. It's one of those things that has to be done. If I'm there and I don't, uh, I don't get on Spaceship Earth, I consider that a uh, a loss on my part. And uh, keeping with our uh, reusing animatronics, a lot of folks probably know this, but uh, on uh, on living uh, or on Spaceship Earth. Uh, there is a scene where there is a gentleman playing, I think, uh, um, uh, I don't know what he's playing. He's playing a... a, a, a is it a harp? No, is she playing a harp? I think she's playing like a, a lute or something okay. like that. I think he's playing like some sort of woodwind, if I remember. I think it was an electric guitar. <laughs> yes, I think I think you're right. And he yeah. kicks over. Uh, he kicks over the amp at one point. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, it is... The father, John, and the daughter from Carousel of Progress. So go for that when you go in that music scene, and there are uh, there's a, a, a guy standing up, uh, mustache and all, playing uh, playing some sort of instrument, and then the girl playing an instrument as well. It is the father and daughter from Carousel of Progress. Also, I think in that same scene, mm-hmm. there is an animatronic that looks exactly like john Kerry, a politician and former uh what do they call that when you're not yeah well he he was a senator i believe and yeah yes he ran for president and this i gotta pull this picture up because i honestly think it is john Kerry. maybe they thought he was going to win the election it could have been yeah so they created it (laughs) and then went oh yeah now what are we gonna do with it throughout uh, throughout uh spaceship earth there are several of the old animatronics from of presidents mm-hmm. as characters in that. That's a, if you don't know uh, what all of those are, check those out. It is a really kind of cool thing to kind of go through uh, and see uh, all of the different presidents that have, that make appearances in uh, spaceship earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a very fun thing about that. Uh, but that is my number two is uh, spaceship earth. Barry, I think uh, anyone who's been paying attention knows what uh, your number one is. Yes, and it my number one attraction at Epcot is none other than O Canada. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> kidding. It is Spaceship Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why it's Spaceship Earth, there's a few reasons for this. One is, I've told the story before, but uh, Epcot was the first park I, I ever visited and Spaceship Earth is also the first att- Disney attraction that I've ever been on. I get extremely happy on that ride. I can ride it over and over and over again. It is a relaxing ride. Mm-hmm. Okay, second of all. And I also think that Spaceship Earth is you know, when I think of Epcot I think of Spaceship Earth. I think of the ball, the sphere, whatever you want to call it. Right. Right. I think of that. I think everything on that ride embodies sort of what Walt was trying to do 
with the park itself. Now the park obviously is a far cry from what he actually, but I think that that ride to me just embodies everything that Epcot was supposed to be and kind of what it stands for. And I love it. I can't get enough of it. And I I honestly can ride it over and over over again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm really glad that it isn't uh, going under uh, the, uh, the knife to get refurb anytime soon. So I get to get to ride it again at some point Mm -hmm. in the near future. Um, I cannot argue with anything that you just said there. Um, I, it, it really is a fantastic ride. However, for me, my number one is not Spaceship Earth. It, uh, it is Soren, which uh, uh, Catherine has uh, uh, down as well. Um, Soren is a, a, a thrill ride. Like before I even knew what it was, I went on it. And was so blown away by it, just everything about it. I, I got top row center the first time I wrote it, so I'm I'm way up top there. And uh, uh, I was uh, I was with my niece, and she loved it. And it was the first thing we did when we went to uh, when when I took her to Disney uh, Disney World the first time. We decided when we got to the hotel that whatever bus arrived first that was the park that we were going to go to and Epcot bus arrived first. We hop on the Epcot bus and it kind of then became a tradition for us to uh, always start out uh, our uh, trip with, uh, with Soren when we went. Um, so, you know, there's the nostalgia of that aspect of it. Um, it just, it's just amazing the way that they blend in um and and make it feel like you're you're slowing down and speeding up and the mm-hmm. wind blowing in your face and the smells that are coming at you uh all of it is it's just so well done oh yeah uh, but, uh yeah i uh uh chris has a question where he asks uh, uh do you prefer new or old soren and i i i would love to ride old soren again I don't know if it would hold up as well as it uh, as I remember it. In my memory, it is better than the new one because I don't remember the bending of anything in the mm-hmm. old version of Soren. Uh, but uh, the the old uh, the older version of Soren, I remember. I thought the scents were a little bit better on that ride, like the orange grove that you don't get anymore. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm pretty sure that it was actually like real tangible things that they filmed. As opposed to the new Soren, which is CGI, very good CGI. Yeah, but um, I like both of them. I I don't remember the old Soren that great. I'm gonna have to go over on YouTube and watch it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I also am just a huge fan of our flight attendant Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> um, his his comedic timing is genius. Uh, and and while he doesn't get to do a whole lot, that's uh, too funny, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. He tells the uh, the guy to uh, uh, put away his ears. Yeah, and, uh, way to go, pal! Uh, yeah, little kid who is now seventy two years old. That little <laughs> the kid, kid? That wow. little kid. When uh, you see it at the beginning of the mo- uh, of mm-hmm. Soren, where he has to put the uh, the belt through the uh, the loop. Yep, he is now seventy two years old. That's how old that movie is. I did not know that. Mm-hmm, Mm-hmm. Like you said about you, me with Spaceship Earth, I can't argue with anything you said. I had a hard time actually trying to pick between 
Soren and Spaceship Earth, but Spaceship Earth to me nudged it mm. just a little bit further. Yeah. Uh, so Tracy says they brought back the uh, classic Soren at California Adventure late last year. T- Tracy is, uh, well, right now it's not running, uh, but uh, was it running up until the point where uh, uh, Disneyland was uh, closed out there? Um, yeah, uh, they they brought it back for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree with Chris saying that the uh, the fireworks are thrown, shown from the parking lot. <laughs> that, that is a little annoying, but I get why they did that. Because from the opposite uh, uh, side of it, as you are coming in from above, you would see all of uh, Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Uh, unless they, uh, you know, if they digitally did it, they could wipe all of that out, I'm sure. But um yeah, I, I get why they uh, they did it the way they did it. But seeing seeing that now, Epcot doesn't even look close to <laughs> the same. You know, you see uh, mm-hmm. the fountains not there anymore. The, uh, the 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 sculptures out front aren't there anymore. All of that stuff it's changed so much. They have to update Soren, uh, Leanda Soren now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, that. Uh, that does it. That is our, our list. Again, just to, if you are curious as far as what that the whole list was, we will post that out on the site. But here we have uh, our uh, our top nine rides. Uh, I was busy typing this up during the uh, the podcast. I had no prior knowledge to this in advance. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Uh, Barry, you have anything else you want to talk about before we uh, call it a week? Uh, a couple things. Uh, I posted on our Facebook page earlier about the uh, mailbag question. We're going to do another Airbnb story. This one's going to be um, uh, on our exclusive podcast content. So if you could think of a question that you, you want us to answer, and we are going to answer it on our exclusive podcast, and we're going to record that sometime probably next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and also uh, go ahead and download us. Uh, on and if you on a, anywhere you get your favorite podcast, if if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating that would help us out tremendously. Please give us a rating. Yes, and if you like what we're doing here on Facebook, give us a review. Mm-hmm. We would uh, greatly appreciate that. Um, reviews really help us grow uh, the uh, the podcast, grow the page. Uh, mm-hmm. It uh, makes us more uh, uh, appealing to uh, some different podcast things that we're trying to do. Uh, so if you could uh, do us that solid, we would greatly appreciate it. Well, Catherine, we are on Spotify. As a matter of fact, we are on Spotify. Uh, Gary did uh, give us a uh, an Apple podcast rating a while ago. Gary, thank you very much for that. I, uh, I saw it and uh, greatly appreciate it. You can always count on Gary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, that does it for another week. We will be back again next Thursday at 8 PM to talk more Disney, have some more fun. Uh, don't forget to, uh, uh leave us an, an idea for the, uh, Airbnb mailbag. Uh, one thing that you may see when we do the mailbag, or you may hear when we do the mailbag, you've got mail. That will definitely be back. that will definitely be part of it. So uh, uh, please uh, give us give us a reason to hear. You've got mail. All right. 
Thank you very much, everybody, and uh, uh, have a great rest of the week and a wonderful weekend. Have a good night, guys.